Unlicensed Entertainment. I am your host, Carl Etner. Uh, sorry about the three-week delay rather than the two-week, but I went on vacation, so screw you guys if you were impatient for that. That's how Hoso proves the show. He insults his audience. I have a special recurring guest on this episode, DJ O'Hay. Welcome Hello. back, DJ. It's, it's good to be back. And something that's happened since we last had you on the show was that you you are engaged and your lovely fiance, Kelsey Cole, is on the show. Hi. Welcome. Uh, Kelsey, you've done theater in the past. That's kind of like your connection to entertainment here, right? Yes. Uh, do you do it out of desire to be an actor or just you like doing it for a hobby? Just like the attention, really. Um, that's I feel I feel like that's why anyone does theater is is a form of getting attention. Okay. They weren't hugged enough as a child. Oh, for oh, no. sure. Oh, I, 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 my family was not a hugging family, so that <laughs> makes so much sense. Uh, so so uh, now I think the closest you, you do to theater is probably you do those uh, medical acting out, right? <laughs> yes. Um, well, you, you've done improv and stuff like that. Yeah. I've seen you do that, but like pandemics fuck things up. So now you do the medical reenactment. What do you call that again? So, it's, it's called insurance fraud. No. She pretends <laughs> <laughs> um, basically, DJ and I both do it. We're standardized patients, which means that we pretend to be patients for student doctors. So the student doctors train with us. They learn how to be a better doctor. Okay. Uh, so have you ever had any, like, you have to do different illnesses. Do you do, like, a same set of illnesses, or do you do, like, a bunch of different ones and have to act out the symptoms? At a time. <laughs> um, so usually we'll get like one case at a time. So that'll be like, okay, you have um, appendicitis. So you have to act out all the symptoms of appendicitis. And you don't have a script, right? This is improv. We have, so the case does have certain things. Like it all has to be standardized. So we all have to have the same job. We all have to be around the same age, usually, um, same symptoms. So you have a background, but lines and everything are improvised. What about your name? Are you just using your name, or are you? No, can... we get the name too. Ah, uh, damn! Yeah. That's like where you could just go in there and go like, "My name's Richard Hardman" or something like that, <laughs> and just screw, screw with the doctors right away. Because I don't think the doctors can make fun of your name if you nope. have a really bad name, Dick nope. Trickle. <laughs> uh, so have you ever? Uh, so you're dealing with new doctors or new doctors in training? Yes. Uh, have you the ever up and coming doctors? <laughs> Yeah, exactly. Coming to a hospital near you. Getting all that nice student <laughs> debt. Uh, have you ever had a doctor that you really screwed up? I, or like you don't have confidence in their ability after working with them? Oh, there's definitely yeah. a few of those where you're just like, oh my god. Like, so, I don't know how you're going to graduate. <laughs> so like my first encounter was, uh, there's a particular way they need to drape you. So we are there in the hospital gowns. So we're just in our underwear, socks, and a hospital gown. Okay. That's it. And they nice. have to learn how to properly drape, you know, when they ask to lift your, your gown so they can check on things. There's like this big paper sheet that they put over you to keep you modest. Mm -hmm. uh, and I had a doctor, as I'm doing my gait test, so he's checking how I'm walking, he's like, oh, okay, now um, take off your gown. Mm -hmm. And I was like, do you, I lay, do you want me to lay down or kind of lift it? Do you just want to check apart? He's like, no, just take the whole thing off. <laughs> so I'm just there in my boxers. Walking and out. to be clear, is anyone observing you while yes, you're doing there's this? two these, cameras in these, the room. Yeah, these are recorded um, because they go back and check these things. And so there is a recording of DJ and his boxers. And this just was... Just strutting around. Yeah, this was I think I've seen on. that on the internet. Yeah, it got 10 likes. And <laughs> That's why they disabled the dislike <laughs> button. <laughs> Yeah, it's like you'll get doctors doing some weird 
Well, students. They're students. Yeah. They're not doctors yet. They do some weird things, and, like, it's, oops, it can be very alarming and disarming when someone comes and does something, and you're like, oh, my God. <laughs> like, I was not prepared for that. Do you ever have fun uh, messing with the students? We yes. do. Yeah, we do. There are some times that we will particularly mess with them like so sometimes like we'll be like an angry patient or a very talkative one or sexually harass them <laughs> i get to do those ones yeah. that one's great it's uh their communication drills and uh mine i get to go in there and just hit on every doctor that walks in the door you know, I'm like, we oh, so I'm... we can't give away all our secrets. <laughs> no, 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 no. But you just get to you get to like, like, so what's up? And they have to be professional and they can't even be so aggressive to be like, that's enough. You can't do that because mm-hmm. they are trying to help and you don't want your patient to shut down. So they have to walk this fine line. Um, I mean, it's also kind of messed up how far patients can go with doctors. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I've heard if you're treating a patient and they assault you, they don't get pl- they don't get charged with a crime. It gets some mess up stuff they have to deal with. It's so I guess they do have to learn how to deal with yeah. with the bizarre. Yeah, because there's definitely bizarre out there, mm-hmm. and we'll even do like um, specialty training with them, and like, oh, you have to learn how to kind of deal with someone else's cultural beliefs and stuff that may very much differ from your own. Especially being in the medical field. Uh, excuse me, we're in America. Everyone <laughs> follows Jesus. <laughs> well like, I don't even go to the doctor he is my doctor there you go yeah. yep that's definitely a belief where you could just pray that away which I mean that's all that's that's all you but you know like and we doctors had, you have to learn how to deal with that at a point we had to play a couple and they had brought in our son that's not believable like, <laughs> but they're like oh we can we can help your son we just have to do this and they go no we believe in Jesus we'll get the community together to, to pray for him the church will do it and they're like please for the love of God and they have to inform as much as they can to convince instead of be like you guys are awful people yeah no I think that would be the hardest thing. like I have a problem dealing with I work in a customer service job mm-hmm. and I deal with idiots anti-vax people and stuff like that but my in the end of the day, it's not that important part of my job. So it annoys me, but I move on. But I can't imagine being a doctor telling people, look, I know what you need to do to treat yourself. Yeah. Why won't you listen to me? Yeah, and it's basically understanding that it's like, oh, I can only tell you the information and that's it. Yeah, like, that has you, to be so frustrating. Yeah, you are the one who has to make that decision and and that's it. Like, And I have, they have to let it go. And stuff, and yeah, there's other fun stuff that I've done. I've done ones where I've cried all day, like, you know, when they tell me my baby's dying, it's great, <laughs> you know? So, I've, I've had... Why'd you laugh at that, Carl? Why is that funny? Why did, did, did mention baby, a dead baby, Carl. Dead babies is my favorite <laughs> comedy trope, you know? Oh, so many movies have that dead... Yeah. Like, uh, 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 Sophie's Choice, oh. one of my favorite comedies. Right. Like, which baby I'm gonna kill? <laughs> it's just, how. Oh. Uh, and you you're know, the only one in the theater screaming, kill them both. It's funnier <laughs> that way. Because that's the first time. Because I understand comedy. Yeah. Uh, give me a writing gig. But that's the first time that Meryl Streep won an Oscar for her comedy acting. Mm-hmm. Yes. Choice. Yeah, people say comedy doesn't get awards, but right there. No, no clearly it did. <laughs> so you two have your heads on your shoulders and are pretty... I'd say you're 
Despite what I say about you, DJ, you seem to understand the world and have some common sense. Kelsey, you, you do too. Oh. Do you have any coworkers that are doing this that um, maybe don't? Not, mm. not that bad. There are some religious people or, or people that are kind of more conservative who uh, become annoyed with how left-leaning the medical field can be. You mean you're like, you follow science? Yeah, exactly. And I'm like, that's not left-leaning. That's just listening to facts. You know, that logic. liberal arts science. Yeah. <laughs> um, but they're few and far between, you know, because most of them are actors. So actors very liberal it's, field. But... It's more of the drama queens. Yeah. Because you're dealing with people The who... divas. I should have turned my phone on silent. That wow. was my bad. In my podcast. unprofessional. Yeah. Well, okay, I was trying to lean towards a story I've heard before, so I'm gonna oh. I'm gonna push you more. Go. So you've had to do the ones where you sexually harass people. Yeah. Do you have anybody that maybe thinks better of themselves than they should for a sexual harassment one? Oh. Uh, okay. So yeah, there is a. So I was in a group of guys who had to go in and sexually harass uh, doctors. Paid to do that. The Paid. doctors need to do. Yeah. Need to have that happen. And yeah. and two of us. Were just like, all right, you know, this is whatever. And one of the guys was cracking jokes to kind of break the tension. And one dude who is a is a tool, just a, a tool of a human being. Like, and I, I don't judge you if you walk around with like those Ed Hardy shirts and the bedazzled jeans. But when you're, you know, completely gray and trying to look like you're still in your 20s, like it's it's a bit embarrassing. And so he was really flaunting at you know they ask like what kind of questions do you have regarding how to handle this with students he's like yeah what do we do if like we're hitting on them and the students like yeah all right and they start like coming on to you then what do you do and it's like well, it's a good they're, question well, they're not gonna do that he's like well last year when i did it yeah <laughs> some people were pretty interested we we're like no no student doctor is gonna throw away their future for you dude and yeah. something they know is a role play yeah. too exactly yeah they're not gonna throw away their medical career <laughs> again all of their student debt just so that way they could hook up with a random person just so they could get those bedazzled jeans on their dorm room floor man like <laughs> This sounds like a guy that goes to a strip club and goes like all the strippers love me they yeah. all want to want to sleep with me it's amazing I get so much attention. Like they ignore everyone else. Yeah. I pay. She danced on my lap with her shirt off. I mean, come on, come oh, on. You know she wants me. <laughs> she wants to take me home. By the way, I, this is just. I had strip clubs on the mind for a very stupid reason today. I had the realization that there has to be Yelp reviews for strip clubs, and I was just looking up Yelp reviews for strip clubs. Oh. Good? There's there's like some good ones complaining about the service and stuff like that, but there's so much ones just like Joe really cares about his dancers. Oh, it's like kind of like Earthworm, yeah. and like they, like these strip clubs are kind of quality places. You know, you could really bring your kids here too. <laughs> there was really like there were like heartfelt ones about that. Then I like look at the other things that those people review, and there's like they either re review strip clubs or wing joints. It seems like a weird thing. <laughs> it's, all, it's, it's those two things. I just love thighs, man. I just, that's what I'm about. Okay. Uh, is there anything else you want to touch on this subject before we uh, move on to the next segment? Them thighs, I want to touch them. <laughs> all right. So I still don't have a, I really need to get a name for this segment because I do it, been doing it every episode for about a year now. And it's basically my thought. I don't have one, so I'm not going to throw it out right now. But if you have an idea for it, go ahead and throw it out there. 
is I watch a lot of TV or movies or play video games, listen to podcasts, and just thoughts come to me, uh, observations, stuff like that. Think like, oh, that'd be a good thing to talk about. So this is not a review of the things I was watching. These are just my thoughts on the situations, and we get to discuss it. Uh, the first one is, okay, so I was watching the show uh, Dickinson on, uh, on Apple TV Plus, or whatever that fuck it's called. Great show, surprisingly, because uh, I thought it was just going to be a boring period drama that's actually like a comedy. Mm. That's about Emily Dickinson. Anyways, there's a scene where uh, she's hallucinating about being on her deathbed, and she's seeing people come up to her and say different things, and just like... Uh, she gets the observations of those people. Oh, no, wait, no. I'm doing it wrong. She was faking that she was very sick and everyone was coming up to her and saying their thoughts to her because they thought she was dying. That's what's happening. Okay. Oh, that's the dream right there. Exactly. It's okay. not a dream. She was faking it. Okay. <laughs> Aren't you so, listening? My thoughts is, yes, that's exactly what I was thinking. I would lo- love to know what people would have thought of me if they thought I was dying. I don't want to actually be dying. I just want to get those scenes, hopefully, where people will come up to me and say, like, their loving thoughts or, like, think to know you enough or I really appreciate you, man. My fear would be I would get no visitors. I I would definitely go. Uh, but I think I still, like, we have this weird friendship where we're, we're not really comfortable being nice to each other. I think we can be nice to each other. If, if Shut got, the fuck up, Carl. For I love think, of God. If you if you were to come to me with like a serious problem, yeah, yeah, I, yeah. I would one hundred percent have your back. I need to borrow some but, money. Fuck you. <laughs> but if you're like a, just a, but most of the time we're just joking around. Yeah, yeah, right? we rib. Yeah, rib. but I don't think there's like any real animosity <laughs> or affection for each other. I consider you one of my best friends. But my, See, my, that's me being nice. You little shit. My thought wasn't even like I would go and I couldn't say anything nice. I think I would still throw in there like. Fuck you. You should have been at my funeral saying something <laughs> nice. You piece of shit. You died before me. I, Between the two of us, I lived a much more unhealthy life just so I can get this. Well, it sounds like what you're saying is that you want, like, a pre-wake wake. Yes. But I don't <laughs> want... Like, because I've... You know, if you watch the show Futurama, they basically yeah. have an episode all about that. But he... They they knew that the person was going to live. Mm-hmm. It was just, like, a acting out. Yeah. I don't want that. I want people to genuinely believe I'm going to die. I want the Tom Sawyer experience. But see, but see, now that we're having this conversation, now I know that that's a possibility, and now I know that. Oh, I... now you're gonna, your body's gonna get stabbed a bunch of times. <laughs> Just to make sure. If I'm lying in a casket, yep, he's dead. Oh, I'm so sorry. Actually, would you be sorry if I if I reacted? If I was acting like I'm dead and you stabbed me and I reacted, would you be sorry or would you be like, fuck you, dude, you nope. faked it on me? I, I, I double down and I turn to the audience and like, behold my power. <laughs> the dead brought to life. Worship me. I've seriously had this fantasy ever since I did read Tom Sawyer in school. He, you know, they yeah. have his funeral scene in there. He watches it. And I'm just like, I want that so bad. Like, I've never been uh, a depressed person or anything. Like, everyone has their depression every once in a while. Yeah. But, so I've always thought about, I don't get people that commit suicide. I understand it's a thought process, something going wrong in the brain. But I've always rather would thought, I would love to fake my own death. That would be fucked up to do. But I would love to fake my own death and see what it does to people. Because if you commit suicide, as some people do as revenge, something like that, the world's been mean to me. You did this to me. I'm going to cause you hurt too. But then you don't get to see what you've done. I want to see my work. So I would love to fake my death and see what people react to with that. Why are you? No. I mean, I get it. (laughs) I'm not diminishing suicide at all. I understand it's 100% a serious thing. 
I'm just saying. Suicide's for a very me. serious thing, but also I want to. I, I want to pretend to kill but myself. But now, baby's <laughs> committing suicide. That's comedy gold. It's comedy gold. More movies do that. <laughs> Sophie's <laughs> choice: she kills one baby, the other baby gets too depressed. There was a video game. It turned out to be a very bad video game, but there's a video game about a baby trying to oh, kill itself, that's right. and it was oh, such yeah. a good concept, but was terribly executed. Oh my god, that video game was terrible. Yes. What's funny, I, I have been in that mindset, but more than anything, I hope, like, I hope ghosts are real, so when I die, I get to observe that way. That's more my thought than I'm going to fake my own death, but that I think that's, I was raised Catholic, so mm. I have this inherent belief, like, oh, I'll still be able to observe things, when logically, I don't think that's how it's really going to work. See, I never grew up, uh, I never believed in an afterlife or something like that, so I don't believe I'll ever get the chance to observe. So you got to be really sneaky about it. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I would never do this. This is just a fantasy. The one the one thing that I appreciated about a religious upbringing was the promise that I'll get to see how everybody tries to live on without me. You didn't even get that. <laughs> <laughs> uh, oh, by the way, just speaking, I talk about this a lot with ghosts, but it's just something that crosses my mind every single time, is that in horror movies with ghosts, you're in a haunted house, and like the, the camera's on the, on the main character, but then you see the ghost like fly by in the background as like a scary moment. I want to know why ghosts are always doing that. Why do they just always run in the background? They're like, it's surprising for that. There's no audience in the, in the story. In the movie, there's no there's no audience yeah. seeing them fly by. They're just like, eee! Well, that's, that's what's scary is they know you're watching now. Oh. Yeah. They're in your head. That's, that's the whole thing with the ghost <laughs> and a ghost story is that they have that meta awareness already. Of just like, oh, I know that the story, I'm about the so, story. There's like, never been me. a ghost story that has not ha broken the fourth wall, is what you're saying. Exactly. No, I, I will say, because I did notice this with The Conjuring, they did, it flipped. Where you never saw something else, instead they did it where uh, there's a point where like the, the actors are there and they're seeing things that the audience does it. And that's even more scary. Yeah. Like, she sees something on the door, mm -hmm. and nobody else does. I was like, this is way scarier. They should have the budget scary. to put anything there. <laughs> <laughs> but they made it work. It was really cool. It was a fun take on that. Okay, let's go for the next subject. Are you guys familiar with the song, uh, the Roy Orbison song, Drove All Night? I'm familiar with it. I, I couldn't okay. recite sing it or anything. It. So, uh, the, yeah, the, sing I'm it. not going to sing it. Sing it. But uh, the, the chorus, basically, I drove all night to get to you, woke you from your sleep, and made love to you. The whole song's about this guy driving home so he can make love to his wife. He's saying really well. I think he, that's how he, he's hit every note. Yeah, yeah, 100%. Yeah. And I just like, it, I always love that song. I always thought it was really romantic. And then I really thought about it, and I was like, that's so fucking rude. How, how upset would you be? DJ has been out of town. He drives home. You're asleep. It's 3 o'clock in the morning. Right. And he just pokes you up, pokes you, wake you up, and goes like, hey... Really want some sex now. Would you would you be annoyed? That's not a romantic song. It's selfish. Like, I've been warning while I'm driving. The eye boogers out of my eyes <laughs> first. Like Jesus, can I wake up? Like that's why I tapped you. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it, that would just be like, hold on, <laughs> like, give me. If like, if I didn't want you awake, I just say, don't mind me, just get some sleep. I mean, as a guy, if Tasha did that to me. I would probably go for it because, you know, getting offered it, it's cool. But it wouldn't be great. I'd be like, we can maybe do this in the morning. No. And like, I try to get it up, whatever. My dad listens to this fucking hell. <laughs> anyway. so this, this one's dedicated to you, Papa <laughs> But I just can't, I just can't, uh, I just, either way, it's rude. Just wait until both people are awake. So all the listeners can get this in detail. 
How do you prefer your sex? Awake. <laughs> nice. <laughs> nice. Through awake position. Chinky. <laughs> this dude. Uh, yeah, no, that'd be... Uh, I, I know there's been times where, you know, you kind of, like, cuddle up and maybe something could start in the middle of the night, but you're hoping both parties are like, I want to, you want to? Yeah? All right. But if you're like, I want to, you... What? Because he's driving. He's driving. That's <laughs> on his mind when he's driving. Like, I'm going to get home and I'm going to make love to her. He just has a boner the whole time. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> he's, he's driving stick and goes, oh, I'm grabbing the wrong thing. <laughs> Grab the wrong stick. <laughs> These billboards are really turning me on right now. I, I, I feel like he has to have been gone a long time for this to be a thing. It can't be like I'm ending my my regular nightly shift mm-hmm. and doing this. He has you have to be gone a long time for that to be a possibility. Yeah, because I feel like I don't know, just like just how un like out of it I would feel. I'd just be like, what? What is happening? Wait, yeah, what? I'd be confused right now. Like, and there are times my alarm goes off on a, on a weekday where like when it's supposed to go off every day at the same time, and I'm still confused. I can't imagine just being shaken awake like sex now. Sex, please. New, I would like sex now. New pitch. So I'm driving because I I'm being used in this scenario. So okay. I drive. I'm, I'm like when I get home, I'm gonna get some, and so I go in and I don't wake you up. I lay down next to you, dressed in my pajamas. And then I grab you and pull you onto me. And then I pretend like I'm waking up. I'm like, oh, what do you want? Oh, you want sex? Okay, you wanted it. And you're like, oh, I guess I did. I guess in my sleep, I just started jumping on your lap. So romantic gaslighting. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> I was going to say, have you never done that before? Where, like, you've, like, where you <laughs> both have gone at it while you're both asleep? <laughs> no. Isn't this called sexomnia? Something like that. Maybe. We've done it a very yeah. few times. We definitely... This was early on in our relationship. Well, like, yeah. almost our entire relationship, Tasha and I have been on different sleep schedules because yeah. she works a night shift and I work like a regular person. So we never sleep in at the same time. So no, that's not a thing that happens. <laughs> yeah, it's very weird. Or like, did we? What? Also, I feel like I'm too light of a sleeper to ever do anything weird while I'm sleeping. Tasha, maybe, because she's woken me up while sleep crawling. So <laughs> it, it's a thing. Yeah, I woke up. She's crawling around the bed. And she grabbed some blankets because it was a hot summer day and just started stuffing them underneath me. I was like, what are you doing? <laughs> and she's like, we have to do something about the pasta. That sounds like sex talk to me. Oh, yeah. Let's get that noodle. Yeah. She wanted Let's it. do something about that limp noodle. <laughs> I want to uncook it. <laughs> Once again, Papa Edner, we hope you're a big yeah. fan. Please, please leave a comment. Like and subscribe. Yeah. <laughs> Oh, he subscribes, so it's okay. Are you sure? <laughs> Not, <laughs> Not anymore. <laughs> All right. Uh, so I was listening to a podcast that was talking about Planet of the Apes, mm-hmm. and I hadn't seen it for a long time. So I didn't realize one very sexist thing in there, that there were four crew members on the original ship that's going out there. One female, her job, she was going to be our Eve. Her whole job was to get, just get fucked by the three guys. Well, that's great. But hold that, on. So that sounds sexist, but also somebody signed up for that. Yeah. <laughs> like, all right. Also, that's not a lot of gen- di- genetic diversity. <laughs> no, there should have been at least yeah, what's 50, the next, 50. Yeah, yeah, what's the very next generation going to do? Yeah, it's like, okay, like we're all brothers and sisters now. Also, you can only get one woman pregnant. That means you're stuck waiting for her every yeah. nine months. You have more female crew members than men. It makes more sense at well, least. apparently you can get a woman pregnant by two different 
great time. Oh, so she's just gonna be so she, she's just gonna be double teamed all the time. <laughs> she's well, triple teamed. They want to head oh, to yeah, the vets. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Of course. What if she? What if they? I hope they tested her to make sure she's fertile. Right. She you get is. all the way there. Things turn out right. She doesn't die on the way there because that's what happens in the movie. Yeah. And then you find oh. She's not fertile. We oh, she got up. her tubes tied. This bitch. She just right before. She just saw the guys that were, that were in the crew. She's like, okay, I want to get triple teamed and signed up for a space mission. I don't want kids. I'm not ready for that. Like, I want space orgy, though. Hell yeah. I'm going through a real bad breakup right now. <laughs> this is going to show my ex-girlfriend. The ultimate rebound. <laughs> I feel like they had just absolutely no foresight on this at all. No. No, I mean... The whole movie's bonkers. I love the original Planet of the Apes, but it's, it's weird. It's a fun movie. <laughs> yes, it is. I mean, it's Rod Serling, so mm-hmm. it's gonna be good. Okay, um, so I was watching the movie uh, Tropic Thunder, which, by the way, did not age well. I loved it when it came out, and I did not like it at all when I watched it this time. Yeah. Uh, and I thought, oh, maybe the, the Robert Downey Jr. thing might age bad. It aged really bad for everything in there. It's yeah. really bad. But uh, they have the trailers beforehand, yeah. you know, the fake trailers for yeah. the fake movies. And they're doing the uh, the thing I've seen so many times where they go, Academy Award winner, so-and-so. Mm-hmm. And then they got down to uh, Tobey Maguire is one of the actors in there. You go, like, Nickelodeon, Kids' Choice <laughs> Award winner, Tobey Maguire. And I thought about, like, how annoying must it be to be in one of those prestige movies with these Academy Award actors? And you see, they always announce, like, Academy Award winner, Academy Award winner, Academy Award winner, Kevin Bacon, or whoever. <laughs> it's just like... I don't want to be the guy in that movie. I'm not sure maybe Kevin Bacon has an Academy Award. I don't know. But I don't want to be the one guy singled out who doesn't have an award attached to the top of their name. Right. Script. It's going to piss you off. Like, can you just go like, I don't, can we not do the, the awards thing? I, at least since I'm the one getting named here. It's always funny when uh, all the award winners are the supporting cast. And then you oh, have yeah. whoever is like. Yeah, random. Yeah. Those, like as the. I'm like, we all know him. Like before the. What is it called? The Reverend? The, what, Revenant? The, Revenant. Yeah. You know, Leo before DiCaprio. That, yeah. yeah, DiCaprio. Like, we all knew him. We know he was trying really hard, so it might have been hard when he's Oh, that's got to bug... That had to bug him so much over the years. Because he's done films like Tom Hanks, and yeah, he's the lead, and Tom Hanks is Academy Award winner Tom Hanks. Yeah, and, and like, oh, DiCaprio in The Departed with... Nicholson! Yeah. yeah. Like, oh, yeah, and they're all, like, walking around with their awards. Like, where's yours, buddy? He's just like, uh... <laughs> <laughs> that's why he did the movie where he suffered as much as possible he's mm-hmm. like I don't care how much I gotta suffer I do not want to be another one of those credits <laughs> where I'm the only one without the award it's like, embarrassing fuck that noise I'm not doing that shit again he's like I will crawl around and eat bear meat and be freezing cold and- you bring out a real bear let mm-hmm. him assault me as long as I get the award posthumous I because Scorsese always stacks his cast with and, oh yeah and, and everyone wants to work him. with him he gets Pick of the crop. Yeah. And so I'm sure he's like, if I want to work with him again, I got to bring something because yeah. this is a bit awkward. He's got to be like, I keep on putting you as like the lead in my movies <laughs> and you are not getting the awards. Why am I using you? <laughs> Do you suck and I not realize it? <laughs> no, no, no. Watch me beat up this bear and then fucking get mauled immediately. Oh, I want that. I want that movie which has this storyline in it where he's like, Scorsese will never use me again. He's realizing that <laughs> that I'm a shit actor if I don't have an award. He's giving me every opportunity. Do you think it's because Leonardo DiCaprio didn't suck enough dick, and then finally with the Reverend, he was like, I, he's like, I got to, I got to at this point. So he sucked the bear's dick. Yeah, 
I, I meant like oh <laughs> like he just means you, know. you do know the yeah. you do know the bear was a director. Well, maybe that's, he did. That's some and trivia. You racist. The uh, bear was a female director. There. Yeah. Wow. So maybe there was a dance. <laughs> yeah. I'm a bear racist. You're very racist. <laughs> okay, this one isn't more isn't uh, the same as the other ones. It's just something I found randomly on the internet and have to talk about. Mm-hmm. So I, was, I guess it's slightly connected. I was listening to this song My Way. I was like, this is a song about a guy dying, right? But I Googled it just to find out. Google My Way and Death, and you get a very different result than what you're thinking you're going to get. Did you know about the My Way killings? No. No. So apparently, in the Philippines, they have started taking uh, My Way out of karaoke bars because there have been a bunch of people that got killed while singing that song in karaoke. While singing it? While singing that song in karaoke. Not, people are going, no. Not singing it, we're going home. No, no, no. They're on stage, and they're killed for singing My Way. Oh, they're killed for singing the song. That's what they're assuming. No, not... Yeah, they weren't killed by singing the song. No, no, I no. thought they were killing themselves. No, oh. no. While they're getting the murdered while singing My Way. Jeez. Kind of I just, I, it's not like a something like, oh, what's your thoughts on this thing? Like, just like, what the fuck? Yeah. Uh, well, there's also like, um, I can't, I think it's in Japan. There's this forest. It's suicide yeah. forest. I've heard of that. Yeah. yeah. But they're not, there's not like a special fun song that they listen to. <laughs> that they're like, all right, don't listen to this song or go to suicide forest. Uh, I put on Friday by the cure and then I killed myself in the forest. We've been talking a lot about killing. <laughs> oh no, I have a very, uh, I'm obsessed with the fact that I'm going to die someday. And so it, it is on my mind a lot. <laughs> so I'm it obsessed comes with up. the fact you're going to die someday. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to poke that body. <laughs> DJ just can't wait. I can't wait to stab it. Like, you don't understand. Listen to his episode. You'll know I'm in the right. <laughs> death comes up a lot on this show because I'm obsessed with death. Not in a positive way. I'm freaked out by death, but I think about it a lot. So it comes up a lot. It's on my mind. Well, you yeah, know I feel like it's a very scary thing. It's a thing that we do not understand. <laughs> well, I plan on not doing it. Oh, okay. Yeah. Good for you. Just going to take myself off that as an option. Good job. So thank you. Good, well, the, good luck with that. The eerie thing to me is... You have you just didn't exist for most of. Oh yeah, yeah, no, that's horrifying. Yeah, like you just didn't exist, and then somehow your brain was developed, and then just memory started collecting yeah. as it went yeah, along. It's... And then that's that's the only evidence. And then you're you, you feel like that. you're the main character in a yeah. mediocre story <laughs> for your entire life. But and for most it, people, you don't even matter. Oh, but when you really think about it, and when you think about humans in general, humans are weird as. Like the right. fact that we have jobs and cars and houses and indoor plumbing, it's so weird. I think about that shit all the time where and I'm just like, why do I have to go to work? <laughs> and think about it this no. way. We this is so important to us. Yeah. Yeah, in the cosmic scheme of everything ever existing, the tiniest oh, blips. No. Yeah. It won't this planet's gonna be destroyed, no life left. It doesn't really matter. Oh, it's and- and who knows? It might end very soon. Oh, yeah. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Who knows? We know it's going to end very fucking soon. Yeah, I feel like... I do not like thinking about that. Yeah. I can give myself on the verge of a panic attack thinking about that. To be honest, I can't wait, because some of this shit I'm done with. <laughs> See, I I can say that in a jokey manner, because, yeah, there is a lot of badness in humanity, and COVID, and even people's reaction to global warming... It's very disheartening because people do not think about beyond themselves no. a lot of the time. But 
I still like being alive. I have this random theory. And funny enough, I had this theory like a year before Doctor Who did an episode like this, where uh, we die and then somehow humanity gets so far in the future they can bring people back to life. So that's what I'm hoping for. Mm. I just die and then they bring me back and I'm like, cool, you guys fixed everything. Great. Now I could just kind of enjoy the bounties of the future. I don't know if that's going to be true, but that's my current belief. I I I I, get, I have some weird thoughts on death beyond just dying, but it's just very almost like I'm doing smoking pot, which I've never smoked pot before, so I don't want to go into don't it. But do I have it, weird, man. I don't. have weird, I have weird thoughts. So, on, thoughts I did on it death. one time, and my main thought that I couldn't stop focusing on is we die an infinite amount of time, times. The version of me that existed five minutes ago is already dead, like because mm. I have new thoughts. Oh, I've had stuff about yeah. that. What's that? Uh, they talked about it on WandaVision, uh, the the ship of something. Yeah. You know the, what I'm talking the, about? The ship th- something ship theory, and yeah. every time you replace a part, at what so point is a new... Yeah. yeah, so every seven years or so, we are no longer the part... All the parts that we were seven years ago are gone. Yeah. So how are we the same person? Mm-hmm. That fucks me up. Yeah. Because I guess I'm just wondering... Theseus, I think it's called. Something like that. Oh, maybe. Because I guess, like, my thing is, like, we didn't exist... Then we existed, and then we stopped existing. And it's like, I'm so curious about that space outside of that. But it's like, we won't know that we were not existing, like, because we didn't yeah, know we weren't no. existing oh, yeah. before. Oh, yeah. No, 100%. You're, we're freaking okay. your dad out right I, now. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I'm just going to say my, my thing that I thought mm-hmm. about. It, it, it's <clears throat> dumb, but it's, I think about since time, basically infinity, right? Mm-hmm. If, it, if infinity exists, which in my opinion it has to, because there's no such thing as a, there's always a before, right? And there's always an after. Whether the universe expands, collapses, or whatever, infinity is always going on. So if that's true, then all of time has to exist at once, because how do you get to that point? So in a way, we're never dead because all our entire life is existing at one time. Mm-hmm. Does that make sense? Yeah, it's... It's the it's just an illusional. It's theory. an illusion that we're moving through time. So, yeah. uh, I, this is this is a bit nerdy. I, I don't even have a joke for this. I wish I did. So, imagine an apple. Um, if what we color? Exist, green. Okay. Yeah. All right. So we have a. So you won't eat it. Okay. Don't eat the, <laughs> the imaginary prop. So you have an apple, and we are experiencing I was hungry, so I ate the it. fourth dimension. Fucking a. What else do I have? All okay. Right. Continue. <laughs> So we exist in the fourth dimension and we perceive everything in the third dimension. Okay. Um, we don't see that fourth dimension. We're just living it. I mean, I do, but I, I got glasses. Oh, Mr. Show, <laughs> I can see. Uh, if you take, if you lived in the fifth dimension, the theory is you would be able to see time and its movement. And it would, so like an apple representing uh, the, the fourth dimension of time. Uh, if you're in, a perception where you're just seeing time pass, you see slivers of the apple go by. Because mm-hmm. you're only experiencing the moments mm-hmm. where you step into the fifth dimension, you experience it all at once. And as a human, you're ex- you're looking at their birth, their graduation, every fuck up, and their death at all at the same time. So that's the theory is where all this does exist in the same moment in a way. Mm-hmm. So I, I think... I kind of, that's what sparked it for me when you mentioned that. Oh, okay. <clears throat> and of course, the whole theory of multiple universes and all that mm-hmm. stuff about how, like, each choice that we make, there was another version of us that made a different choice, and there is that version yes. of us living somewhere and stuff. And I saw a documentary about that recently. Mm-hmm. It had Andrew Garfield, Tom Holland, and Toby McGuire. Very good documentary. Oh, yeah. oh good, good. Yeah. All right, uh, let's go on to the next one. Uh, 
So I was watching Peacemaker, but this is an observation I've seen in billions of movies and TV shows that uh, there were some people that they were observing and they're in their homes and they're looking through their windows. I don't know about you, but I never go over to someone's house and they have their curtains open. But in movies and TV shows, curtains don't fucking exist. It is the weirdest thing to me. Is that just la- that's lazy, right? Yeah, it's like it's it's the uh, hanging up concept as well on on shows and everything. Nobody can say goodbye. Oh yeah, yeah. Well, all right, all right. I get that because it's kind of boring to hear like the hey, how's it going? Okay, let's get down to the subject. Okay, it was nice talking to you. Talk to you later. Bye. They don't Those have to do good. all, but just like all right, bye. You but know, then just going okay, and then just like putting and then it cuts down. to the other person that they still say something. All right, and you're like, we just saw them hang up already. What am I watching with you still having the phone to your ear? Uh, but yeah, it's it's those little things that break us out of the moment. And yeah, it is weird. Somebody just like we're gonna especially, hang out. Especially as a lot of the times, like you're watching a movie with assassins or something like yeah. that, and they're just they have their gun on them from across the way, and they're just watching person go from room to room. And it'd just be so easy to not have this problem to just use curtains. Rear Window would be a very short movie <laughs> if the guy just closes windows. <laughs> well, like, my thing is, and this is a trope that always drives me crazy, is, like, the sad man staring at a family in the rain. Like, you know, who, like, you know what I mean? Like, it's raining, he's outside, he's staring at the family in the window, and it's like... The his family, own family, like he's yeah. coming home or something, or, and, and or he's, he's estranged And his own way. family's not like, what the they fuck? They never is, look out the window and yeah. yeah. period. They're not like, what? It, who the fuck is that? I like, got, why is there someone standing outside their Yeah, window? I've seen that trope, yeah, definitely. I hate <laughs> that trope. It's like, I would literally be like, what the fuck? Oh, like, yeah. I'm calling the police, like, get out of here. And just speaking of families, I'm going to bring bring it back to death. That's yeah. what I do. Yeah. In every movie where a guy has like a tragic past where his wife has died or his kid has died, they have so much footage that they can watch. Everybody in these, like I just finished watching Afterlife, uh, Ricky Gervais. Every, excuse me, just burped mm-hmm. a little bit. Every episode. That was your soul escape. <laughs> every episode, he's watching footage of his wife who died. The whole concept of his wife just died and he's moving on, but it's a comedy about that. And he's watching footage of her on his computer. It's always new footage for the viewers watching the show. He has, but it's always like in the last two years and so no one's aged any differently or anything like that. It's still the same dog. And it's so much footage all the time. If Tasha died, I have no footage. I have a few, I have like our wedding and That's some That's why pictures. she's still alive. Cause you don't record her that. If you record your family, yeah. they're going to fucking yeah. die. That's guaranteed death because That's- like, why else are you recording that? Yeah, yeah exactly. They're, they're, and there's always, they're always the perfect memories. They're always saying something charming about how much they fucking love you. I've seen my home movies of, from when I was younger. They're boring. Uh, my brother and I have the camera, or my sister and I have the camera, and we don't know how to hold the camera right because we're little kids, and we're just goofing around with it. That's the movie. It's not these perfectly shot, oh, I love you so much, you're the perfect person. Oh, it's like the ones they have of Deej's, us just fucking around. Like, <laughs> <laughs> right? Not I, fucking. <laughs> no, I, but, but now imagine, imagine watching your sex tapes emotional. <laughs> you're, like, um, like, the show Rescue Me has a, the character uh, is suicidal, his son gets killed. And there's a scene he's he's watching movies and dousing himself in like liquor to set himself on fire. And it's like, who has these things? These things. And they're always the perfect. Even in that character, he's a fucking dick. Yet it's perfect, perfect right. father. Everyone's in love. It's, they have like it's always 
the fridged wife where she's like the wind blown and like the mm-hmm. sun beams on her and she's like looking at him. She's in she's in bed but she's wearing like this perfectly white oh, beautiful outfit. Yeah. yeah. And she's just like Don't film oh, me. I look so oh, no. weird in the mornings. <laughs> you know, you're the most Like, if, if I were to, to record Tasha in the morning, she'd like fucking get that camera off. Seriously? What the fuck are you doing? Well, I think I think we're gonna see a trend in maybe like five to ten years where those emotional scenes are gonna be replaced by uh, more modern couples. You know, like their TikToks. spouse, that, but it's all their TikToks. Yeah, it's, it's them like fucking with them and playing pranks. And, yeah, and you're like, oh, and you're just emotionally watching you torture the person that you love and is no longer there. I should have done more pranks. <laughs> oh, she, I can't believe this only got 12 likes. She really did good on that TikTok dance trend. <laughs> yeah, that's definitely going to be the new thing. Yeah, once, because I, I think current filmmakers definitely have not gotten, don't have the TikTok mind. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'm old enough, I don't get the TikTok mind. <laughs> Tasha, a few years younger than me, she gets it. So it's just like, I'm slightly past that age group. So yeah. Maybe like 10, 15 years from now, we'll have those filmmakers with power doing the TikToks. <laughs> All right, and one more. Uh, so I... Uh, Sorry, side note. I will say then the videos you have of me is me being super high on TikTok. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like and, me and that's crying gonna... on TikTok because I'm so high. <laughs> <laughs> that's Those are the videos you're going to have of me. Right. Or yeah, um, I'm just crying watching them on my phone. I'm like, why didn't I take better footage? Yeah. <laughs> this is so stupid. All right, so so last one. Uh, so my, my coworker uh, back before our store opened, uh, during, there's a period during COVID where we're just handing people out their orders. They weren't allowed to shop in the store, so we had some free monitors to just watch some YouTube shit. And we had this cam up of this zoo in Kansas City of just watching this penguin pen. Is watching penguins all day long, and every day there would be these people whose job was to go in there, give them a little bit more ice, feed them, and stuff like that. But it's live; people are watching this all the time. And I thought, how uncomfortable would that be if, in our jobs, there was just a camera on us while we're doing it? Would you be able to do your job? I was like, we literally just told you that we they film us at our job. <laughs> I guess yeah, and and I'm glad they have that footage because now Kelsey can watch something <laughs> when I die. <laughs> Oh, he was so good at playing a pervert. I can watch what? him walk around his boxers. I guess that's true. I didn't think about that when I wrote down this topic. I would be uncomfortable, but I guess it depends on the job. Well, and it's like, the thing is, is that sometimes I feel like I make eye contact with the camera like I'm in the fucking office because... Like, something will happen. Something will happen and you're just room. like, what? But it's also different, like, you have people that are working in the same field as you versus just randos Fans. on the internet. Just watching it too. I mean, I don't know. I don't know where this feed of okay. <laughs> this goes. My, because uh, I used to work at the Happiest Amusement Park in California, and we both did. Nice. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> right there. Yeah, but it's uh, and yeah, they would tell us you're being recorded all the not by not by the company. They don't care. But everyone's walking around with phones, yeah. waiting to catch something. Um, I know, like a few months before. Uh, everything shut down. There was a viral video going around of like a family fighting in Toontown, and I just saw all my coworkers just trying to keep the crowd back. And there's always those yep. there's always those viral videos of kids getting a cute reaction with Gaston or yeah. something like that. Yeah. So we all you knew you always had to behave. 
you couldn't adjust yourself on stage because somebody's recording yeah. and you're going to walk Unless you're on. Gaston, because yeah. that's Gaston. <laughs> no one adjusts like Gaston. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, so we, we would get regular reminders, like, be aware of what you're doing. Like You, you can, get used to it. Yeah. It's, it's really what it is. You get used to it, and it... Like, it's just a reminder. It's so weird Knott's got Gaston to come. <laughs> Random, but yeah. You know, the Snoopy character, Gaston. <laughs> the Peanuts character. Yeah, like, it's it's definitely a reminder, like, when you see people, like, and they'll, like, want to take a picture with you for some weird reason. That before, like, because I used to get kids who used to think I was Anna for some reason when I'd had my hair in oh, okay. grades. Like, and I was not dressed like that at all. Like, they would just get excited. And yeah. we didn't want to break kids' hearts. No. I would get dads all the time saying, look, honey, it's me. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, and I have to explain, Hook isn't Disney, but okay, I get it. And Oh, okay, yeah, 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 got it. I was thinking that you can still fit with a cartoon one. Like, gray up your your beard a little bit yeah, more. Yeah, but I mean, like, if anybody, anybody listening to this, I look like Bob Hoskins. And so, yeah, I even have, like, the round glasses of his and everything. We'll, we'll get to that. We'll get to that later. I, I almost made that observation earlier, oh. but I was saving that for the end of the show. Uh, oh, yeah. Uh, that's right. We're doing the thing. Oh. Yeah. So don't tell us what you look like. That's for later. Okay. Yeah. Everybody just imagine <laughs> Just imagine. Me. Just imagine a blank void. Yeah. That's what you need to do for his game for him right now. Uh, okay. I think that's all we have for uh, entertainment thoughts. Okay. But now, if I can unlock my phone... We'll do entertainment news. That one I actually have a name for the segment because it's very easy to say entertainment news. Mm. Do you guys have an idea for a name for that last segment? Um, no? you know help whatsoever. I can't leave Carl that Carl thoughts. Carl thoughts. Thoughts that, and thoughts. I don't know. <laughs> but the way people think about me, I think Carl thoughts will make people skip that segment. Ah, uh, hey, uh, not Carl thoughts. There we go. All right, so these are all just news stories that came out. So we might have lost a few seconds there. Uh. Sorry about that. We're just getting into the, the, the entertainment news segment. Uh, that sucks. Uh, I need a new computer. Okay. And they just missed it because they came up with the perfect name for that segment. <laughs> but now that it wasn't recorded, we can't use it. Mm. All right. So first story. Uh, have you heard... Do you know who Roland Emmerich is? No. He's the guy who did the Godzilla movie in the 90s, The Day After Tomorrow, the one where people run from oh, cold. Ice. Yeah. Uh, Independence Day, Independence Day 2, stuff like that. He is complaining that Marvel movies are ruining cinema. Because they're not original ideas. He's coming up with great original ideas for cinema. He came up with Godzilla. (laughs) Exactly. All right. Good for him. (laughs) Suck it, Japan. Look, I I disagree when people like Martin Scorsese or now Francis Ford Coppola complain about these kind of movies. But at least they have shown they have talent. Roland Emmerich is... A less talented Michael Bay. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I love the first Independence Day. I do not. I like the first Independence Day. I like Day After Tomorrow, but I know it's cheesy. Um, But, like, I saw that one. I saw it in theaters when I was young, so, like, it, like, hit really. Like, oh, my God, global warming. Uh, (laughs) It's gonna get us. (laughs) That's what I thought when I saw Godzilla. I was like, shit, you know? (laughs) Wait, hold on. And we're back. Uh, hopefully this podcast turns out okay. We are now recording on something other than a computer. Uh, I've never done this before, but my system was acting shitty. So we're going to try this out. Uh, last we were talking, we were talking about how Roland Emmerich is a hack. And I can't remember where we stopped. So I'm just going to move on to the next okay. story. We are just saying how he's really a bear. 
right? He's really a bear? Yeah, director bear. I don't understand. He's bringing back the reference. There's a reference. Oh, man, so long ago. Okay, let's just let's just move on. Your dad gets the joke. Sure. Uh, Kanye West, or either you a fan of Kanye West. I don't care. You do not care? Okay, that's... I was trying to see if I could do something with this. Okay, sorry, ignore that. Uh, so he is releasing a new album, but you know he's a genius. Not just anyone can listen to his album because who can appreciate it? So he's creating his own music streaming device, and you have to pay for that new device in order to stream his new album. Do you want? Do you want to guess at how expensive this device is to listen to one album? Thousand dollars. Okay, know. you're you went a little overpriced still. A little overpriced? A little shit. I oh, mean, man. an iPhone is like $1,000. So. It's $200 to listen to one album. And you could put other things on it? I Yeah, but it's made for his album. That's stupid. I, I, anytime I listen to his stuff, I just hear like, oh, okay, I see where he was inspired by other people, but I'd prefer to listen to the original stuff than, than him. I don't hate him. I just kind of nothing him. I think he's a douchebag. I think he's an egotistical asshole. I'm not even a big fan of... Uh, I'm not a big fan. I'm not a fan at all of the Kardashians. Mm-hmm. But the way he is acting towards her, now they're getting divorced and acting like a crazed stalker, uh, makes me feel bad for them. And I 100% take the Kardashian side in this matter. And I don't care if he is mentally unwell. does not excuse him for treating her like crap. Yeah. Especially because he has the money to get resources to get help. Yeah. There, uh, uh, you got something you want to say? No, it's just like it's like it's the same story here a lot of, you know, women in a relationship and they finally leave and then he gets all fucking crazy and stuff of like, oh, well, like, actually, I do want you back and I want to see my kids. And it's like, fuck off. Yeah. And then hiding behind that, like, I'm going through stuff. Yeah, exactly. Everyone else has to, like, bend to that will. And it's like, no, uh, we kind of deserve to be treated a little better. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah, she's fucking Pete Davidson, you know. Yeah. Have a have a great grand old time. <laughs> Let's move on to another douchey person. Do either of you watch the Paramount Plus show? I'm guessing already with Paramount Plus, no. Uh Yellowstone starring Kevin Costner? No. I've heard about it, but that's kind of it. I, I don't know anything. So it's a huge show among old people, is <laughs> from what I, what I understand. Oh, you said among old people. Yes. Not a muggle old people. <laughs> no, not a muggle. Sorry. I I, uh, I I got really excited for a Harry Potter spinoff, and you took that away from me. I, 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 I don't like supporting. <laughs> I, I, I say that after I just saw the Harry Potter play. <laughs> but I don't want anything more for her to get money off of because J.K. Rowling's terrible, too. That's, that's fair. Uh, that's but fair. Um, She's the Kanye West of literature. <laughs> <laughs> she acts so fucking persecuted. Right. And nothing nothing happened to her for a long time. I heard yeah. some things happened in her past. But again, that doesn't excuse her modern day yeah, behavior. Yeah, that, it's that weird mentality. Like, I went through stuff, so everyone else has to deal with that and excuse my behavior exactly but no you're still being shitty all right so uh we're going over to the yellowstone actor i never heard of this guy for a j smith he is uh making a stand he's not going to get vaccinated so he can go to sag awards and here is his statement because i vaccinated for covid and people don't are listening to this in the future and don't know about covid covid was a thing that happened <laughs> that ended the world yeah the sole world. survivor listening <laughs> yeah. to this in a bunker you're the only person who hasn't gotten covid yet because everyone else died all right here's a statement I, this is why i had to read it because the statement's so fucking stupid 
I am not vaccinated. I will not get vaccinated. I haven't been vaccinated since I was a little kid. I don't vaccinate my dogs. I don't vaccinate my horses. I never had a flu shot. I never will. I believe they compromise your immunities. It's just my beliefs. I just don't believe in that stuff. Whatever. Okay, it's not like believing in Jesus. (laughs) That's not how that works. (laughs) That's not how science works. Because, and this is something that will always drive me insane, is the internet is a wealth of information, but it's also an even bigger wealth of misinformation. Mm -hmm. Of people who think that an opinion is a fact. Or at least has the same weight as a fact. It's not. That is not how that fucking works <laughs> i know it's just people why don't you just listen to the medical experts listen to joe rogan he <laughs> knows stuff yeah because joe rogan went to school for years to be a fucking virologist mm-hmm. oh god it's just like i i am not a virologist i did not spend my life's career studying this shit you know so i'm gonna listen to the people who do study no, this stuff it'd be like in just the opposite situation, if Joe Rogan was saying COVID is real and everyone should pay attention, but the doctors are like, it's not a thing. It's not a problem. It's just a flu, like like the other side says. I would side with the medical experts over Joe Rogan in that, that situation. I don't want COVID to be a thing. But if an expert, if the vast majority, because there are some experts, quote unquote experts, who disagree with this stuff and the people that don't want to believe in COVID find those so-called experts... There are some of them, but the vast majority of experts say COVID is a real thing, so take it seriously. I'm going to believe the vast majority. It's not like back in the day where they used to just make up theories off the top of their heads. Oh, there's some demon juice in you. We need to get that out of the leeches. It's not like that. There's actual science backing up the doctors now. Uh, it's the four humors. Uh, get it right, Carl. <laughs> You're just full of bile. I'm sorry. I'm the Joe Rogan of medieval times. Yeah. <laughs> well, and the thing is, is that you can't just say something and it be true in the scientific community. You can't just say like, oh, this is this, or I believe that this will, this is what this is. You can't just say something and it be true. That's not how that works. It has to be proven again Injecting and again bleach into your and system again. is going to cure this. And you're like, you have to, it has to be proven by your peers. That's what peer reviewed study means. And like, the thing is, is like, you have to think, Critically, that means using that thing between your fucking ears, your brain. You have to think critically about things. You can't just look at something at a fucking meme and be like, oh, that's true. It's like, no, that's probably not true. I study meme science and uh, it, it's 100% true. Memeology? Memeology, yeah. I'm a memeologist. Memeologist. It's, it's like the thing is, is like, fine. If you don't want to go, don't go. Like, that's the thing is like, there are consequences to everything you don't want to get vaccinated then you don't get to do all the other things that people who are vaccinated get oh, to do because... so like nazi germany nope yep, you don't get <laughs> nope. to participate in nazi germany absolutely anymore. not that is not how that fucking works that is not what nazi germany was about they were right it's worse no. as according to uh one of the candidates Jesus or something Christ. like that a lot of different people use that one but and he said did you hear this one it's a uh, I, I don't know his name it's cheryl hines from kirby enthusiasm's husband was doing a speech and he's a political guy and he's going like at least back then and and frank was able to hide hide from these people in the attic nowadays we can't hide with the way they're tracking us so he actually made it so Does it he is, know how that how that story is? I guess not. But uh, according <laughs> to him, 
it is worse now than back then. <laughs> the thing is, is that Americans have a terrible grasp of history. And it's even more so the fact that you bring up that equating COVID to the Holocaust is it shows just, our privilege. Well, it's asinine. Well, the way you could compare it is do we are losing a Holocaust of people to this disease. Yeah. yeah. I would say that's a good way to compare it. But to say I can't go to a gym because I didn't get a free vaccine that causes no problems, that's ridiculous. No, yeah. it, it's it's the idea of oh, what? I can't go and infect and kill someone with that's a disease. The thing they don't seem to understand. <laughs> like it's so much bigger than just fucking you. Your rights end when they affect other people. Your yeah. rights end when they kill people. Exactly. That's the thing. Like, if you were going around spreading anthrax, that would be a fucking problem. The funny thing is, when people are, like, bouncing to masks, even just masks, they go, this goes against my freedom. Well, so do clothes. Yeah. And you're not running around with your genitals hanging out. I am restricted. I have a python down there. It needs to breathe. It is lack of empathy, lack of critical thinking that is driving me absolutely insane no this is this is ruined this is ruined my my thoughts on human species as a whole That's i used to have much more faith in people than yeah. i did before i didn't and honestly the thing is so here's here's a funny thing is that i took a critical thinking class in college and i thought why the fuck am i taking this class this is the easiest fucking class i've ever taken in my life and now i'm like oh my god <laughs> no this should be mandatory yeah. because there are so many people who do not understand the way that the world fucking works and it's the thing is everybody wants to be an expert in everything because yeah, so, like me like me, i'm an expert in everything they try and, and push this like uh no i know because i know a little bit and my grandmother always told me a little bit of knowledge is a dangerous thing it is and so you and it's what is it called the kruger effect where yeah, you get into people's dreams. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> and you kill them. <laughs> yeah. And if you don't get vaccinated, Freddy gets in. Uh, well, the Kruger effect is if you know a little bit of something, you kind of think you have a general idea over everything. But in fact, the more you learn about it, the more you realize you don't know. Mm-hmm. And so usually smarter people are more informed. People are more intelligent. People realize how much they actually don't know. Or anybody walking around like, I know, you know, it's like you're you're standing on your tiny hill of beans claiming it's a mountain. You know, it's, you look like a fool. And they yeah. don't even realize it. No, yeah, exactly. So we all we all support this guy is what we're saying. Yes. All right. Yellowstone. Yeah, support him to save For muggles. <laughs> all right, uh, here's some good news. Uh, have you guys been watching Peacemaker? No. No. Oh we're my going God. to. We're going to. It's so fucking good. Yeah, that we didn't uh, want you to spoil when you brought up like the, the thing. I was like, oh, but you didn't. But brought up the thing? Earlier you talked about like uh, uh the, the curtains and everything, people standing out the window. Oh yeah, no, I wasn't I wasn't getting too much into detail. But now we know there's no curtains in Peacemaker. There's no curtains Jesus. in Peacemaker. Uh but it's a fantastic show. James Gunn, in my opinion, has never failed at in his film when he's directing or writing a film. Even his Scooby Doo, which he wrote, I was a great that movie. One, yeah. Uh but and he's he made the Peacemaker series. It has been renewed for season two. Nice. Oh, so it's great news for me that's seen it. Great news for you guys in the future. It's mm-hmm. fantastic. I haven't seen the finale yet, but I'm sure it's going to be awesome. So I'm super happy about that. Apparently, he has said after Gal- Guardians of the Galaxy 3 comes out, he's going to be focusing solely on TV. Oh, okay. Well, I'm going to spoil it for you. Uh, the finale, they get curtains. Mm, okay. Yep. Now, yep. Deal with it. I will. 
Uh, are you guys a fan at all of Star Trek? Yeah, um, I'm not super familiar with everything, but we do like Star Trek. Did you like the Chris Pine movies? Yeah, yeah. yeah See, that was what got me into Star Trek. I uh, I really enjoyed those movies, and mm-hmm. then I went back and rewatched everything. So for me, they're great gateway movies to create new fans. Mm-hmm. A little easier to, to digest than the old ones. For a long time, it has looked like that series has been over. But just this week, they have announced they are going to make a Star Trek four with that cast. Everyone is separating Tom Yelchin. He bowed out for death reasons. Oh, boo. Yeah. Really rude of him. Right? Did anybody check the body? Did they poke it? Is he just baking? <laughs> this is fucked up. I shouldn't have made that joke. Yeah. He was a really good actor. He played that role very well. He I did. Liked him a lot. Well, which role? Anton Yelchin. He played Chekhov. Oh, that's right. That's right. That's right. Ves- Wessels. Yes. Guy. Yes. Yeah. Yes. So good. So I'm happy that they're returning. I think those series are really good. I hope J.J. Abrams isn't too involved because J.J. Abrams has a way of mucking up endings because he's so proud. Because he's a shit writer. He's so proud. When you hit that, trying to hit so hard. And <laughs> sorry. I like every time you hit that, I was hearing a boom. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm very angry um, about J.J. Abrams. No, I, with J.J. Abrams, it his key trick is the mystery box and he doesn't always have answers no. for it. And it's, and it's lazy. pandering. And, yeah, lazy. Yeah, yeah, exactly. It's so, if you... You have to have you have to work backwards with mysteries. Yeah, you have to have the end result first, and then create the mysteries leading up to it. But he doesn't do that because that's what Alfred Hitchcock said was like, "Oh, is the mystery you never solve?" Like it's like uh, no, no, no. Like somebody was bringing up one of the best twists in cinema is uh, discovering Darth Vader is Luke's father. Mm-hmm. You never knew about it. You never knew it was in question before. Yeah, and that what's make what makes a real twist. You don't know there's a mystery box at yeah. all. And then it's revealed and you're like, holy shit. And, you know, you look at some of the best Spoilers. Twists and, I'm sorry. I'm oh, sorry, shit. people. I'm so sorry. Oh, yeah. <laughs> if you haven't seen. And Star Trek, Vader's really <laughs> Harry Potter's father. <laughs> um, but, yeah. So, other than that, I, I'm, I'm excited for that. Uh, so, there are two Spider-Man universe movies that have just been announced recently. So, we already know Venom. Mm-hmm. We know Morbius, Morbius, which I was so excited until Jared Leto got attached to it because I think Morbius is a great character. Yeah, uh, they've announced two more. Uh, Russell Crowe is going to play Craven the Hunter. All right, yeah, as his solo movie. I think Craven the Hunter is a great character. Uh, I don't know what his solo movie would be. That's though. the thing. His whole thing is he's he's eluded by. He's, hunting's come too easy for him. He can hunt anything yeah. that comes to mind, and then he becomes obsessed with Spider Man. And that's the one thing he can't capture. If there's no Spider-Man, what's his point? Oh, Which, he, again, was the same thing with Venom. Is he kind of like Vandal Savage? Savage? Mm, no. No. Okay. He's, I'm sorry, I don't know he's, Marvel that well. He's almost like he's the evil. evil crocodile hunter. Yes. Oh, okay. <laughs> that's the best way. That's 100% yeah. it. He, I think he's even from Australia or something yeah. like that. Um, and he... Yeah, he just hunts... He walks around with like animal pelts all over him and everything it's like a lion's head split in two kind of he was a terrible character to begin with and then eventually they changed the formula with him and made him fantastic he's actually one of the darker villains in the spider-man uh pantheon but uh so i would be excited if it was a spider-man film i'm not sure about solo uh the other one is even weirder because this character sits they're very good at sitting do you know who Professor Madam X Web thing. is? Oh, yeah. She's getting her solo show? Yes. Her her solo, solo movie. movie. Dakota Johnson's playing her. So much younger 
than we're used to. For those of you who don't know who Madam Web is, which I assume is most people, even if they're Spider-Man fans, mm-hmm. she is an old lady who wears like a spider costume, who sits in a chair, and can tell the future that happens to spider-related people. Yeah. So it's very, it's a very niche thing. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And they're making a solo movie, but I guess she's going to get it out of the chair. Because I, I can't see the game Dakota Johnson aging her up and having her sit down there. That's not going to be the movie. They're going to do, they're going to mess with it completely and just go with the name. Oh, yeah. But like who, I get going for like a character, like people will recognize Venom. Some people will recognize Morbius. Some people will recognize Craven. And get somewhat excited for that. She has no name recognition value mm-hmm. at all. So I don't even know how they expect to put people in seats except for the fact that she has a spider thing in her title. Except for the fact that it's Dakota Johnson. That's about it, probably. Even then, most people don't really think about her beyond those Fifty Shades movies. So right. they're going, they're pandering to the wrong audience. I don't know. It depends on how the movie goes. I, I get, yeah, she could be... All webbed up. Yeah, bonded yeah. They, they want those suburban housewives. <laughs> They want those kinky suburban <laughs> Let's see. I don't have too much more here. Uh, there. Speak. Let's go over to the DC universe. Yeah. Do you want to watch a Wonder Twins movie? I was hoping you'd get to this finally. Uh, <laughs> I've been waiting. Uh, are you announcing you're going to do a Wonder Twins movie? Yes. Okay. I, I, good. I'm going to be the one that has water-related powers. Yeah. God. That's perfect. That okay in in the in the scheme of powers, especially because they're related. This one one twin can turn into animals, any yeah. animal that she can think of. The other twin has water, water. powers yeah. and can turn into like a bucket of ice or a, a wave or steam or something like that. Yeah. You would be mad. <laughs> like the one power seems so fun, and the other one seems like oh uh, might mildly inconvenience that bad guy. And there's some, I know there's some where not only do they change into water, but they can kind of like manipulate water too. But most of the time it is just their body. And yeah. I'm like that. Even if you could change into water or change water around you, if you have, if you're twins and you get those abilities, you're going to be jealous. Yeah. One, you could fly. One, you could turn into an eagle and fly away and do whatever the fuck she wants. The other one is just, you weren't planning on washing your hair today, villain. Well, too bad. I got your hair wet. Imagine you turn into seam and somebody just turns on a fan and you immediately <laughs> murder that twin. I mean, like, maybe it's a farce or something? I don't know. <laughs> it's a joke? I, I, I don't know. It just, it's just a bad idea. Uh, okay, two more stories. I'll end with... Okay, I have, I have one for the last. Okay. So let's do one more regular story and then the last one. I really will finish it off. Did you guys ever play Bioshock? No. Okay. So it's one of the first, I'm not really good at first person shooters. I get bored with them or lost. If I get lost in a video game, it's very quick before I finally just give up on it. <laughs> and I tried that game. I, it took me about four tries to actually play that one through because I got lost a lot. But it's actually a pretty good game with a great story. And they are planning on making, Netflix is, is planning on adapting a film of that property. Now, you do you know anything about it? No. This guy wakes up. He's in the ocean after a plane, what you think is a plane crash. And he goes and finds this underwater village, and they take him in. There's people mutating themselves uh, inside there that have gone insane. You're trying to navigate that world, and there's this guy talking. He's trying to help you out through through it. It's very like 1950s mixed with future, so it's very cool aesthetic, very very uh, fun story. Not a J.J. Abrams twist, and actually great twists around the end, mm-hmm. which I would love to see it in this form. So I'm actually I'm really excited for it. It's, it, it if they follow through with what that thing actually is. 
what video game movies do the majority of the time is don't follow the heart of the story. Mm -hmm. So I am worried about that. Like Uncharted is one of my favorite video game franchises of all time. I've heard nothing but terrible things about that new movie. And I can tell from the casting that they got it wrong because none of the characters look like the characters, which is fine like they race change or something like that. But they cast a guy like 30 years too young to be the lead and another guy too, 30 years too young to be the second lead. It's like, just just make the property. People have been fan casting Nathan uh, Fillion, Fillion for the role for forever. Just cast him. You have it. Everyone wants that. Why would you not do that? Right? Uh, yeah. Because money. <laughs> It's, it's funny when they decide, like, we're going to surprise them with something. And it's like, you already have... You're trying to capitalize on a fandom. Mm -hmm. You're like, we're going to capitalize on this. Okay, then do that. Yeah. Just do the fandom. They gave you exactly what they wanted. Yeah. It'd be very easy. Your Look, job's I, mostly done. Don't stress yourself out over it. And I'm never the guy... It, like, if they wanted to make a black uh, Nathan Drake, I'm cool with that. That's fine. That's just, that's just being more inclusive. Look at you. Look at progress. But if you're going to cast a white guy... To do it, try to cast someone that looks like it. That's all. <laughs> if you're not even going to be progressive, if you're just going to try to make the thing, try to make the thing. Mm -hmm. it's, that, it's that easy. The guy Mark Wahlberg's playing is supposed to have gray hair. He's supposed to be an old dude. Mm -hmm. Mark Wahlberg is not an old dude. He's the age of the main character. <laughs> it's so dumb. All right, I mean, uh, Mark, Mark Wahlberg is older, I guess. Is no. older, so they made the age difference different with those guys, but like they didn't do it right. Uh, okay, last story. This seems like a just a minefield of bad decisions here. Mm -hmm. They are going to make a Michael Jackson biopic. Like Bioshock. Yes, right? exactly. Okay, <laughs> biopic. Now here's the thing. Why I do not think it's even going to be worth watching is that it is approved of by the Jackson estate. There is a lot of fucked up shit with Michael Jackson. And then Jackson that they're just going to have to ignore there's no way they're approving of the true story of Michael Jackson. Then again, do I want to watch the true story of Michael Jackson? I don't think so. I don't think there's a way to tell the story that is good. Am I wrong here? No. Yeah, I, I can definitely. If, if I want to feel awkward for a while, I can watch a slew of documentaries that are already made about Michael Jackson. Yeah. And he's... I, 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 I don't get... Like, there are people that still defend him and all this stuff like that. But look, even if, let's say, he didn't do anything explicitly inappropriate with children, he was alone in bed with them a lot of the time, which is messed up to have that kind of friendship with a child, even if you didn't touch them. That's just mm -hmm. inappropriate It's just icky, inappropriate, and people are leaving their kids alone with them. So even if he didn't molest them, he had an inappropriate relationship with kids. Yeah. That's a fact. I don't want to watch that movie, because I'd be skeeved out. There's no way to tell that story without being uncomfortable. Yeah, no, I, have, I have absolutely no desire to watch that movie. No, I don't Cause, either. Because they're not they're not going to touch on that stuff, and it's just like, because of course, whenever they do biopics, they're never a hundred percent true. No, I mean, so much the the Queen one was basically a complete work of fiction. You talk about the Crown, Bohemian, Rhap <laughs> Bohemian Rhapsody. Oh, Queen! I thought you meant the no. Crown. <laughs> no, I love the Crown. That's such a good show. That's so boring. It's so good. It's about rich white people Here's problems. I <laughs> hate the royal family. I think they're despicable, and I think the idea that people get paid just to be figureheads that do nothing is horrible. I love that show. It's so boring. Honestly, I could have the only because I watched the first two seasons. I didn't watch it with Princess Diana, which was what I was kind of gearing towards. But th the thing is, is that John Lithgow 
as Winston Churchill, I could have watched him play oh, every character. Brilliant. He was brilliant. so fun to watch. And that was that was just after Gary Oldman had played the character and got nominated for an yeah. Academy Award. And I was like, Lithgow did it better. Jen, like, John was so good. And then Helena Bonham Carter was also really good in the second season. But other than that, it's boring. Oh, <laughs> like, so good. It's so boring. I love it. They're like, oh no, I can't do the thing I want to do. It's like, I, I don't care. I started watching it because here's another show about rich people that I love. And I cannot explain to you why I love it, but a new movie's coming out soon. I love Downton Abbey. And The Crown was my replacement for Downton Abbey. <laughs> Downton Abbey's better than The Crown. But it was my replacement for it. Boring witch white people. <laughs> I, I'm trying to think of any biopic movies that I genuinely like. And I think there's some that are well done. Like, I think Ray was well done. But I they love just, Ray. But they focus on the drug thing so yeah, much. I really so want to do. see this this man who had to struggle and become successful. I really wanted to see that. And then Did you see like, Rocket Man? No, I haven't seen that okay. one. Okay, Rocket Man's perfect. It's the best biopic ever. Okay, I do. But they made it into one. a musical, full-on musical. So it is a little bit fictionalized with the yeah. singing and regular life thing, but it tells a good story. It's so good. And I'm about that, but I mean, I remember I I think the moment I gave up on biopics where I I found a Gilda Radner biopic. <laughs> that one was bad. And that one was really bad. And I was like, this is kind of painful to get through. And I'm so fascinated by her life and everything else and the guy who played Gene Wilder was weird and, you know, like, and so I, I think biopics altogether might just kind of miss the mark. I do want to yeah. check out Rocket Man. I love it. I think you'll like that one. I, I think know. you will. Okay. So that is all the entertainment news we have that's finished off. So I thought since last time DJ had you on the show, mm-hmm. uh, you got engaged. I did. And so I thought what we could do is a nice little couples game that might break up your engagement. Yeah. Depending on how all this goes. Cool. If so, we lose, we have to break up? No, if, if you guys fight over this, if you give an <laughs> insulting answer that what he doesn't like, <laughs> it's going to end the relationship. No, 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 we'll just break up. <laughs> so. Uh, we'll still get married, but we'll break up. I gave, I gave you guys some homework before you came over here as to think of five TV or movie characters mm-hmm. that you think describes or relates to your partner and then also come up with the, oh, the list for yourself as well mm-hmm. and then we'll compare answers okay so let's start uh kelsey why don't you give me the the five characters you think uh remind you of dj that remind me of dj um i really love this list i thought about it really hard um first one is Boyle from brooklyn 99 it's and this is something that i've talked to him about is that i can I could see him playing Boyle and just like being like this Boyle-esque character. I don't know. It's so, just... uh, sir, I don't think everyone knows. Like, Boyle's not a main mainstream character. So, describe what Boyle is. <laughs> and uh, this is your fiance. Yeah. Um. Uh, oh, I know what he's like. He. I hope you agree with me because again, this say is something it. we've talked say about. Say it. Give no, me the ring. He's just like this. I'm gonna like... just hold the ring. No. I just want to hold. I it. bought this ring. <laughs> it's my ring. Um, it, it, he's a very nerdy-esque character, but it's just like, I don't know, just the way he has a lot of DJ-isms that remind me of DJ, and it's just the way that he moves and talks sometimes, in the way that DJ will play a character and stuff like that, and the way DJ will fuck around and stuff, like... Yeah, I can see that. I also see, uh... Also the way I just fuck. <laughs> also, it's like Boyle. Boyle's a very loyal character. Yes. And that's a very good quality to have in someone. So I actually don't feel like that's a bad thing to say about somebody. No. Uh, let's, we'll go through all five of yours uh, for DJ. So what's the next one? Uh, Bob from Bob's Burgers. Okay. Not not so much of like when he's very serious, because DJ's not a very serious person. It's more of like when he's being silly, 
and stuff like that. Like, um, especially then, I feel like that's when those DJisms will come you, out. DJ? Hmm. Tasha says I'm like Bob from Bob's Burgers. I'm, <laughs> I'm like him when he's more serious and just uh, the things that get him riled up, mm-hmm. I'm Bob that way. Because he can get riled up and stuff like that, like Bob in a way. Um, but yeah. Okay. And then um, this one, this this one, don't judge me for this one. This one again is kind of similar to Boyle where it just reminds me of DJ-isms that I can't describe, but it's just like I... Also, I love this character, which is Noho Hank from Barry. Oh, I love that character. Oh, which, like, I love that character, and I see just like so much okay. of similarities between Barry. Them. Definitely isn't mainstream. Explain Noho Hank. Well, he's um, well, the actor is alopecia, and he is just, so he's bald. He's bald. <laughs> That's the only but reason. He is. He's so fucking funny. He is just. He carries that show, and he was supposed to be a bit part. And they wrote him into the rest of the seasons. And it was so funny. Like, he is, I don't, I don't, it's so hard to describe him because he's just, he's everything. He's so fucking good. And. Okay. Is that all you have one more? I have two more. Two more, Because okay. I was three. Um, I can't count. <laughs> That's not my job on this podcast. Um, Columbo from Columbo. Oh, okay. DJ got very happy about that. <laughs> Again, a lot of DJisms. I I know it's because you also love Columbo too, and I feel like in Peter Falk and stuff, he's very so, talented. So this is you pandering to him after you gave him Boyle. Like <laughs> you're also Columbo. I know you like Columbo, right? And then, um, and this one is cheating in a way. Uh, but any Chris Farley character, or just like Chris Farley from SNL, like just again, like I was gonna say John Belushi, but I was like, no, 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 because I feel like you had so much more of that physical comedy that Chris Farley has. That is just so on point and so funny. He's also so good at interviews. He does interviews just like Chris Farley. <laughs> awesome. <laughs> <laughs> but I, I feel like I feel like that you have a similar humor to Chris Farley as well. So you basically, I think, if I'm if I'm remembering your list correctly, all the characters are funny. You just find your fiance to be a I funny person. I find him very fucking funny. I am very much attracted to funny people, and DJ is literally one of the funniest people I've ever met in my life. And so, yes, like... All right, DJ, describe your fiancé. Okay, you don't want... Uh, oh, wait, oh, wait, yeah, never mind. Let's do oh, you. Let's do you. What right. do you think of yourself? Uh, number one, Bob Belcher. <laughs> okay. Bob's Burgers. Uh, Did not... you talk about this before you no. came over here? Okay. No, 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 no. I just want to make sure. The thing uh, is, is that we kind of have in the past, but, okay. like, I don't... These these things might have changed. So. Okay. And it's, it's not just him playing around. It's also when he's being introverted, mm-hmm. like, and... When he does that, and Kelsey's like, yeah, that's so you, or he's got his favorite pair of pants or something. Like, <laughs> oh, that's definitely you. And especially, like, this is my favorite shirt. It's not nice. I don't like it. Like, he doesn't care about money and stuff like that. And she's like, oh, man, that reminds me of you. You have this, like, disdain for money almost. <laughs> I think that's something a lot of people uh, don't get about comedians or, like, people that want to be entertain- entertainers. On stage, we are the most extroverted people in the world, mm-hmm. but a lot of us are introverts in real life. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And people do not get that. Because we just want to be comfortable, and like, this is my comfort zone. When I'm performing, I'm comfortable too, because I'm in control of the situation. Exactly. That's yeah. why I'm great at one-on-one conversations on this podcast. Take away the mic, and I'm horrible. <laughs> All right, let's, uh, what's another one? Charles Boyle was the second one. <laughs> oh, come on. I swear to God. You guys cheated. Nope, nope, nope. No, we didn't. Nope. I swear, but we watched Brooklyn, and she would always tell me, and I, I felt like, yeah, he's a he's a very silly guy. He's very supportive of the people around you. He's kind of in awe of like other people's talents, 
And so, yeah, 100% my top two were Before we go on, are is this an entire copy of, the, of her list? No. So I will say, no, it's not. Okay. The only reason why I did not put Columbo is because I was trying to put shows and t- movies that we've watched together. Okay. She knows I watch Columbo. I've watched Columbo. Have you? Oh, yeah. okay. I didn't know. Uh, but I, so that's the only reason why I also didn't put Columbo. Okay. That is the only reason. So I was like, okay, I obsess over it. Like, it's my background noise if I, if I'm not, if it's not Bob's Burgers, it's Columbo. Okay. Uh, so that's the only reason why. But the next one is Jeffrey Tennant. Jeffrey uh, Tennant. I don't, I don't know who that is. So there is a show called uh, Slings and Arrows. Oh, and oh I have seen that show. Yeah. And it's, it's great. If you get a chance, check it out. It's, it's a short run, 18 episodes. Uh, sometimes they put it on YouTube. It's a Canadian show about this um, repertory theater and this uh, guy who's kind of like crazy becomes the director and the theater's very big and fancy and they throw all this money at stuff and he doesn't care about that and that's how I, I know I like doing shows when I'm doing improv and stuff like that it was like I want less I don't want more I kind of want it to be the raw acting or choices and stuff like that I've gotten to direct some things and she pointed out a few times like oh you're you kind of remind me of Jeffrey Tennant and how you kind of like I don't want to put money at this I, I want to figure it out with like duct tape you mm-hmm. know so that's why I picked Jeffrey Tennant the next one Earl Hickey from My Name is Earl I, I your redneck? <laughs> well, you, my family definitely. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> uh, more like uh, I try and be a good person, and uh, I've done shitty things in the past. I guess that's the best way I can put it. Is like I used to be a crappy person, and I recognize that, and so I try and be better. Speak into the microphone and tell us what shitty things you've done. <laughs> uh, this one, uh, yeah, I uh, I directed a Godzilla movie. <laughs> Uh, Independence Day 1 and 2. But, uh, so that's why I picked Earl Hickey. That that was the best I could kind of pull. I was really struggling with that one. And then my last one, I I couldn't think of anything. So I just thought, who would I be in the MCU, if anyone? So I picked Scott Lang. Okay. So you don't think you age? I stopped. No, No, I aged until I was... I aged until I was 14, where I look like a 40-year-old man, and I have not (laughs) changed since... (laughs) Um, no, he's looked exactly the same. We've been together almost ten years. True, yeah. true. And uh, I think I think Scott Lang also because like as serious and dire as the situation gets, I I'm not trying to crack jokes. I just kind of like say something it's accidentally. Yeah, diffuse the tension. <laughs> yeah, I guess more than anything, or I'm very much in awe of the people that I'm working with, and I I sometimes forget like I'm part of this team too. Um, so that's that's my list. So that's why you always act so awkward around me because you're you're admiring me in a way, working yeah. with you. Yeah, yeah, that, that makes sense. <laughs> All right, uh, now let's switch it up here. Uh, uh, Kelsey, tell us who you think TV or movie wise reminds of you. Okay, um, so Last Man on Earth with um, oh my god, Will Forte, Will Forte, and um, Kristen Shaw. Um, I'm definitely Carol from that. Um, she's very is who is is that Kristen Shaw? That's yeah. Kristen okay. I, there's only like two women, right? It's her and and no, uh, there's there's, there's a few. A few. More. Oh, okay. Yeah, there's a few. Um, yeah, like <laughs> Last Man on Earth is a fun show, and Carol is like just the last fucking person you want to be at the end of the world with, and that's me. <laughs> <laughs> and so like she's just out there and. 
Like, she is very weird and, and stubborn in her <laughs> ways stubborn too. and stuff like so I, I relate a lot with her um another one is linda from bob's burgers like i love her energy and her vivaciousness and like she just cracks me up and i like to think that in our relationship that I'm Linda and he's Bob. You also do sing a little bit. I remember the times I was playing music in the car when I just first met you and you do see sitting in the background singing along to oh, Disney yeah. music. So so that definitely fits with Linda as well. Oh, and I'll make random songs all the time. Yeah. Um, another one is Lily from How I Met Your Mother. Um, I originally wanted to go with Marshall, which is Jason Siegel's character, mm-hmm. um, but I realized, no, I am very much Lily. I'm very stubborn. When I want to be, I am very um, nosy when I want to be. I can get very much in people's business and like and stuff. And so that's kind of why I went more with okay. Lily. And then um, these other ones, I these were a little harder. Um, and I realized all of mine are from shows. That's fine. All of them. So the next one is Erin from The Office. Okay. I feel like she's... Ellie Kemper. Yeah, Ellie Kemper's character later in the seasons um just this um naivete that she has that reminds me of a younger me i was gonna say you don't seem very she's very nice but she's not very bright that doesn't fit with you yeah i was like again it reminds me of a younger me and so it's just her energy reminds me of younger me and then um my last one is from an animated show that we both really love and actually kind of basing our wedding off of it it's over the garden wall okay and so the last one is Beatrice. Um, she's a character from there. Again, also stubborn. There's a lot of like <laughs> these similar traits. I am a very stubborn person. All right. Uh, that's all your characters, right? Yes. DJ, go ahead. Is it going to be a matching list? Linda Belcher, number one. <laughs> okay. Easy to do after I got Bob. And yeah, you're when you're, you have this weird balance of like, I don't want to deal with people and let's go party um you're like of course obsessed with like little babies and stuff like that uh you very much can take charge when you need to especially when it comes to you're very much a mama bear uh if it's like helping someone out helping out a friend helping out anybody you're like i'll take charge and i i love it um number two uh aaron hannah from the office (laughs) uh she is uh it does remind me of when you were a little bit more ditzy and just didn't just naive to what was going on. Now you're more observant, but yes, definitely Aaron. Um, and we had talked about it before. Once again, of like Michael Schur projects, you know, mm-hmm. he worked on the office, he worked on uh, Brooklyn nine, nine and parks and rec. rec. And we kind of did this thing like, what character would you be from that little Trinity? And we had said like, Oh, you'd be Aaron. I'd be Boyle. So we did know that from like years ago. Um, so we cheated so, yeah um, and then uh, I didn't get Carol from Last Man on Earth but Mel from <laughs> from Flight <laughs> of the Concords another Kristen Shaw character another Kristen Shaw oh, okay. character <laughs> uh, when you're in a fandom you just you do when you're in love or you're you admire someone you you go a little fan crazy and it's amazing and you're so great she's there like the stalker groupie yeah <laughs> fly the that's the earliest i've seen Kristen shaw I think yeah I'm... yeah she's really good in that though yeah she is and funny enough i was like yeah you're right because uh 
yeah, you just hit the nail on the head with that one. Uh, fourth, Lily Aldrin from How I Met Your Mother. <laughs> uh, yeah, I was just like, yep, you... And it kind of reminds me, you're better at giving advice than taking advice. Oh, for sure. Uh, and for all the other reasons you listed. And the last one is also an anime character, um, but it's more of how you and your sister act together. Um, Anastasia. Oh. Anastasia Tremaine from Cinderella. <laughs> oh, I thought you were talking about the, the, nope. the DreamWorks Anastasia nope. movie. Nope. nope. Her and her sister are totally the two evil stepsisters when they're together. They're like Anastasia's the red one. And yeah, Drizella the redhead is one. The brunette one. And you guys are a redhead and a brunette. Yep. And yeah, when you two are together, you kind of don't. Ke- the whole world melts around you, oh, and you guys are sure. in your own little world, and you fight and bicker and think the world of each other too. And I think it's great. But yeah, that's my that's my list. All right. So is the marriage still on? I just have to check that. No, you got too wrong <laughs> <laughs> absolutely not. Right. i just wish i went with my gut and went with colombo all right well hopefully the audio on this podcast isn't too bad uh i've never had to deal with this before where i had to change the way i'm recording it halfway through hopefully this makes it on to there because if not i'm just gonna release the first half by itself which is <laughs> i don't know why i'm saying that on here because they hear in this yeah it obviously worked out uh, well, thank you both so much for doing the show. I really appreciate it. Do you have anything you want to plug uh, before we end it? No. <laughs> <laughs> uh, check out the next uh, podcast. I'm not on it, but my buddy Carl is. So yeah. tune oh, in. Well, thank you. Yeah, yeah listen yeah. to our friend Carl's podcast. <laughs> I appreciate that. Uh, so yeah, I got to plug next episode of this podcast. <laughs> Hopefully in two weeks this time. And remember, when it comes to entertainment news, two weeks late, Listen to Unlicensed Entertainment. Mm-hmm.